the problem of so-called extraordinary ministers and ask Father Session with Father Michael Rodriguez. It is our Catholic tradition that only the priest's hands touch the sacred host. For at ordination, his hands were consecrated, set apart by God, specifically for this holy calling. In this question, Father also addresses the COVID vaccines. Please realize they have many problems, moral and medical, and evidence concerning them has been shrouded in deception and misinformation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Welcome to another session of Ask Father, brought to you by the Fatima Center. My name is Father Michael Rodriguez, and I am a priest of the Diocese of El Paso, Texas. Today we have a question from Gerald. Gerald asks, Father, I am greatly troubled by the Fatima Center's video on communion in the hand. I am healthy but serving in the church as EME. Does this mean I should no longer serve as an EME because I am not fully vaccinated? Alright, just I'll make a quick note on this question. Uh, Gerald uses the term EME and I think the more commonly used term is EMC, referring to Extraordinary Minister of Communion. There's actually really just a couple of topics to touch on this question because one is the whole issue of the extraordinary, the so-called Extraordinary Ministers of Communion and then secondly, the question of the vaccines. So I'll try to just briefly touch on both of those topics. The first one is to once again emphasize for you, Gerald, something that I often emphasize, and that is so many of our questions and doubts and difficulties and really so many of even just the errors that many of us are committing, whether we know it or not, so much of that would be resolved if we just made the firm decision to commit ourselves 100% to true Catholic worship and true Catholic doctrine, what we call lex orandi, the law of prayer, and lex credendi, the law of belief. I strongly urge you, Gerald, and all Catholic faithful, make every effort to go to the traditional Latin Mass exclusively. This is going to become more difficult. It is becoming more difficult just in the past few months with the publication of the document called Tradiciones Custodes and what very likely is going to happen very soon during this month of December. It's going to become more difficult to be faithful to the traditional Latin Mass. You're more likely going to face more and more persecution, more and more ridicule, both from many members of the hierarchy of the church and I would say even family members and friends where you may be accused of going against the Pope, of being disobedient, of breaking with the Catholic Church, all kinds of different, really false accusations. But we have to brace ourselves. We have to brace ourselves for the persecution, and we have to recognize that there's a lot at stake. It's not just a question of true Catholic worship, the traditional Latin Mass. It's also a question of true Catholic belief and practicing our faith correctly, 
in accord with that belief. All of these things uh, go together. If, for example, you, Gerald, were only going to the traditional Latin Mass, over time, this would begin to help you to grow more and more in your love for not just the Mass and not just our Lord present in the Holy Eucharist, but all the different aspects of our Catholic religion. And believe it or not, it would never even dawn on you to touch the precious body of our Savior Jesus Christ with your own hands, which are profane hands. There's already a very grave problem with the whole practice of extraordinary ministers of communion in the mainstream church. Because really what the Catholic Church teaches is that there is one minister of communion. There's really no such thing as an extraordinary minister. The minister of communion is the priest. He is the one who consecrates and he is the one who also in the name and in the person of Jesus Christ feeds us with the precious body and blood of our Savior Jesus Christ. It's really sad because one of the errors that I think is very common today among Catholics is that they say, well, Father, um, as long as I receive the body of Christ and Holy Communion, then all is well. And no. Because it's not just receiving the body of Christ. We must receive the body of Christ from Christ Himself. He is the one who feeds us and nourishes us. And it's only the Catholic priest who can signify that as he is distributing the precious body and blood of our Savior Jesus Christ. And so, I strongly urge you, Gerald, wherever this is being promoted about the extraordinary mercies of communion, completely reject that. That goes against our Catholic faith and against our Catholic practice. I urge you to go to the traditional Latin Mass exclusively. Again, it's not going to be easy. You're going to have to make sacrifices. You will suffer persecution. But it is worth it because it all has to do ultimately with our true faith in the real presence of our Savior, Jesus Christ. On to the other issue quickly. There is a lot to say about this whole question about you know the vaccines and who's fully vaccinated and who's not. I'll try to just summarize it for you as best as I can. And it's this, that we have a massive problem right now with this whole question of vaccination. Because there's a very serious moral problem for us as Catholics. If we are truly adhering to our Catholic religion, we must oppose 100% these specific so-called vaccines. They're not really vaccines, but so-called vaccines. We have to oppose them because of their indirect and direct links with the grave sin of abortion. But also, there are other very serious problems from a doctrinal point of view. What I want to do is I just want to refer you to this. I won't go into all the details, but I strongly urge you, Gerald, and also all of the Catholic faithful, to look up the letter that was written by Archbishop Carlo Maria Viganò. It's dated October the 23rd. 2021, so fairly recent, a couple months ago, and it was an open letter that he wrote to the U.S. bishops and also secondarily to the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. And Archbishop Viganò, he does a good job of presenting some of, not all of them, but some of the very grave problems with all of these so-called vaccines and basically why we as Catholics cannot take them. 
some of what he writes in that letter is he talks about the safety and the effectiveness of the vaccines, which is a very important point. They're really not that safe and effective, is the point. He also talks about how the, these experimental drugs, which is what they are, these experimental drugs are not vaccines in the proper sense. He touches on something that's extremely important in terms of Catholic doctrine, and that's on the proportionality between the costs and the benefits of the vaccines. He also gives a little bit of information on new data on the presence of aborted fetal cell lines in these so-called vaccines. And he also says a bit about the side effects of these so-called vaccines on pregnant mothers and nursing children. On the side, this not so much from, let's say, a Catholic doctrinal and moral point of view, but just so that you be better informed of what these so-called vaccines really are and the very real and potential harm that they are causing to thousands and millions. I encourage you just to look up also a Dr. Vernon Coleman. There are any number of different medical experts, I mean good ones, that you can also look up, but in particular I, I would recommend Dr. Vernon Coleman. And final point that I would make about this whole question of these, of these new experimental drugs for the COVID that are again being called vaccines is that one thing that should alert all sincere and faithful Catholics that something is very wrong and evil with this whole campaign, both of, you know, the so-called pandemic and, you know, now all these vaccines and boosters that are being pushed, is that there has been a tragic, tragic lack of honesty and desire for truth in regard to all of this that there have been so many half-truths and falsehoods being promoted, then when you have other people promoting the opposing views, like let's say to what you're hearing in the mainstream media, and let's say from the mainstream medical establishment, you know, rather than there being a genuine search for, well, what is really true? What really, for example, what is the science really saying? No, you see the persecution and kind of just the elimination of all those views that are challenging what I would call just the mainstream view of the, really, the, the globalist agenda. And so this, I think, is a very clear sign where there is darkness and not a genuine search and desire for light and for the truth and not a welcoming of, well, what is really true? Again, what is even just the science really telling us, not even entering into just the whole issue of Catholic moral teaching, Catholic doctrine. That should already tell us something is terribly wrong here. So, I hope this helps, Gerald. Obviously, much more to say, but I strongly encourage you to, first and foremost, to do your best to adhere to Catholic doctrine, uh, Catholic worship. Sacred Heart of Jesus, Thy Kingdom come, Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Please include the Fatima Center among those apostolates to whom you send a portion of your monthly tithe. Regular monthly donors are vital for our continuing operation. To support Our Lady's Apostolate or to send Father a question, 
please visit our website, www.fatima.org, or call us, 1-800-263-8160. By the intercession of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart, may this Ask Father answer help you to know, love, and serve God better. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us.